0: Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Sarah. Today we are joined by Tanta Malazza of Oda Mediterranean Cuisine. Oda showcases the flavor of the Ottoman kitchen and brings together the eclectic food traditions of Turkey and neighboring countries, including France, Italy, and Georgia, while indulging Chicagoans in an overwhelmingly delicious, authentic culinary experience at 5657 North Clark. Welcome Tanta, how are you today?
1: Fine. Thank you, Sarah. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Well, we'd love to start by you just sharing a little bit about your own background, both both personally and professionally.
2: So me and my mom were originally from country Georgia. Uh, my stepdad is from Turkey. This is where all this Turkish restaurant business comes from. Um, he's been in the business since he was 14 years old, and he was a chef, and he is a chef himself. And that was the reason we opened Turkish Cuisine.
1: And have you always worked at the restaurant or? Since day you...
2: one, I came to the United States, yes. Wow. Uh, Turkish Cuisine's grand opening, opening was November 3rd, 2001. And that was the day I arrived in Chicago. And
0: how old were you then?
1: Uh, 19. And where are you from in Georgia? I'm not familiar as much with Georgia, the I'm country. I'm from so uh, like... the capital, Tbilisi. Okay,
0: okay.
2: Yes.
1: wonderful. So from a city to a city.
2: City to a city. Yes. In some in some <laughs> respect.
1: Yes. Definitely not as big of a city, but. <laughs> well, so before opening Oda, your family ran Turkish Cuisine, which was a favorite, a beloved restaurant in Chicago and in Andersonville for 15 years. Can you tell us about the experience of opening Turkish Cuisine? Um, Yes, since my stepdad, as as I said, uh, is from Turkey,
2: um, he is a chef himself, and he uh, loves to cook. So he decided to share his um, culinary experience, experience, let's say, um, in Chicago. At that time, in 2001, when we opened Turkish cuisine, there was very few uh, Turkish restaurants. And Turkish cuisine was, I would say, definitely one of the favorites in Endersmiller and in
1: Chicago. And what's distinct of cuisine from Turkey, from the other neighboring countries, or what's maybe similar? Um uh, definitely the kebabs, all the mezes, the hummus, um,
2: uh, baba ganoush, falafel, all that stuff. But I would say Turkish people do not use too much uh, fat, too much oil, and it's very healthy. Turkish breakfast itself is um, known as one of the healthiest breakfasts in the world. So, um, And what does that
1: consist of? Turkish,
2: Turkish breakfast, breakfast consists of uh, different kinds of jams, different kinds of cheeses, um, uh, dried apricot, uh, dried nut, uh, nuts, dried fruits, um, honey, uh, eggs, obviously, and some uh, uh, cheese stuffed bureks, they call it cheese stuffed pastries. Um, and um,
0: Sounds like your kind of breakfast, yeah. I was going to say, stop right there. I <laughs> okay. can't hear anymore. And, of course, Turkish tea. Yeah. <laughs> and you opened Oda in 2019, and Oda itself has many meanings. Most notably, they were poems of admiration in ancient Greece. Can you tell us more about the origins of the name and how you went about selecting it? So, um, first
2: we had Turkish cuisine, and Turkish cuisine was so, it was so Turkish cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Slowly, my mother actually decided to add some other uh, dishes that are not necessarily Turkish, but they are Mediterranean and neighboring countries. Let's say moussaka from Greece or beef stroganoff or salmon and papilla, which is French. And then we looked at it and we're like, well, since we're moving back to Andersonville and it's like a big coming back, we're like, we got to change something. It's like so Turkish cuisine, it was like very you know, banal, and we decided to name it Oda because Oda in uh, Turkish means room, in uh, Georgian means vintage house, um, in Greece obviously means the poem of ad- admiration, but our main meaning it came from this accommodation, something cozy, you know, cozy room, house, and um, this is where it came from, so the, the 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 word Oda itself has meanings on all the languages that we speak. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a great segue to talk about, just home and you living yeah. in Andersonville. Yeah. You've owned a business in and Andersonville. And we were coming
2: back home because we've always lived in Andersonville and it was kind of coming back home. So we decided to call it ODA. And it's simple, just three letters, easy to
1: remember. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, what has that experience been like for you living and owning a business in the same neighborhood? I know you're also um, a parent for the local elementary school, Pierce, Um what what has that been like for you, just kind of living so locally within this like kind of two-block radius? I love it.
2: I have everything around. Uh, yes, I'm a parent, Pierce parent. Uh, my daughter goes to the Lakeshore schools. Uh, the restaurant is literally half a block away. And everything else, you want ice cream, you want sandwich, you want to buy uh, clothes, whatever. <laughs> everything is around. So we love Andersonville. We've been here since the day we came to Chicago. So... Uh, we're happy. We're we're glad we're back.
1: Was there anything that drew you to Andersonville in particular when you moved to Chicago, um, or what was that story?
2: Uh, I believe just uh, they liked they liked the area. It was not too far from from downtown. It was still Chicago. At the same time, they did not want downtown because um, it's so much going on in downtown. And we're we're a family restaurant. We're not some kind of chain, and you know, like we were not going big, and we're not planning to go big. We're just you know, local family restaurant, we love what we do and share our, you know, food and love.
0: (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit more about the menu. You know, as you said, you have still the traditional items like hummus and mezzas and kebabs. Um, But can you talk about like the Georgian influence you brought in? I know you had a Georgian wine tasting event this year. Um, Talk about more about that. Yes, Georgian uh, dishes are,
2: are I would say uh, different, very different uh, than Turkish. There are some similarities. We do have kebabs as well, but uh, we're more about a lot of the, a lot of cheese and dough. <laughs> we call it hachapuri in different various ways. Uh, and we use lots of walnuts, chicken in walnut sauce, um, eggplant in walnut paste. We will use a lot of walnuts and pomegranate um, into our in our dishes. And I. I People love it. <laughs> we love it, obviously, but we see uh, they're very popular. And um, obviously, the wine, um, Georgia actually was um, announced as the birth country of wine recently. Um, there was wine making found 8,000 years ago, and that's the oldest they could find so far. <laughs> and uh, we Georgians um, make wine in the huge clay vessels that are buried underground and it has very that's what gives it very distinct taste and um also the color when they do the white grapes with on its own skins and everything it's called actually we call it amber wine a lot of people call it uh, orange wine but we do call it amber wine it's definitely amber more like orange and it's very different i would say i don't think any other country makes wine this way and it's Definitely coming up. Um, world is all about it right now. Everyone is talking about Georgian wine. So I'm like, well, we're Georgian. Why not bring in the Georgian wine and show, you know, people what is it about?
1: <laughs> That's so neat. Is the, the Georgian wine on your menu regularly or is it more special events or tasting? No, we have six Georgian wines for now.
2: We have three amber, three red wines. They're all Cofavri wines. Cofavri is the clay vessel. Um, and we do we do have it all the time, and I'm planning to bring in even more.
0: And can you kind of describe the taste difference between maybe barrel wine versus this in ground um, clay? Pot? It's
2: I would say it's more dense, definitely. Um, it's probably not for everyone. Uh, it's very different. It has very distinct distinct taste. I, it's kind of hard to um, describe how it tastes. Um, it does have a lot of uh, fruit, fruity and nutty um, uh, taste. Um, but they are very different. I do have three Georgian uh, amber wines. They're very different from each other. So it's kind of hard, even for me, like when I taste them, I can tell exactly this is this this is one. This, this is that one because they're very different. and very... Everyone says like, oh, wow, this is very different wine. I've never tasted something like this. So a lot of people like it. And do you have a favorite dish yourself? My favorite dish is definitely beef stroganoff. I grew up on the beef stroganoff. It was my mom's table uh, back home so i love it and we do have a variation of beef stroganoff for uh vegetarians which is mushroom stroganoff and it's as good as you know the one with the one with beef yeah
1: so what um over the years has been your favorite part about owning a restaurant or could you share with us maybe one of your favorite stories of being a restaurateur um i
2: myself uh recently got got into the the restaurant. Well, I was always there. I was working there. I was a waitress. I was a hostess. I was everything. Whatever I was needed. Even now, <laughs> same way. Um. But um, I do remember a lot of the uh, different different stories that happened, mainly in Turkish cuisine. Since Oda just opened, there was a day. It was a Mother's Day. It was very, um, very, literally when after we opened, maybe within a year or so. It was the first Mother's Day. And uh, we had full house, it was full restaurant and in Andersonville, there's gotta be record somewhere, lights went out Mm. and we were so scared that everyone would leave and we're fresh, we're new and we're like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? My mom ran to Jewel (laughs) across the street, got candles, flashlights, and we had six chefs. We had open kitchen back then. And they started cooking on the, the, the candle lights and the flashlights and it was the best night ever everyone stayed it was like so romantic it was the best mother's day we had so i kind of remember that because we were really nervous but turned out really good
1: did you take pictures that would be fun to have like a Um, picture of i have to
2: see if my mom had some i don't think anyone had time to take pictures so nervous
1: between running to jewel and running a restaurant
2: yeah but uh it was it was a great night i would say the lights were out for a few hours yeah but uh, we made it
0: <laughs> i mean that's the great thing about annisville and you know this neighborhood in general is right like you just can do something like that like your power can go out and in five minutes you can run across the street and get whatever you need to like make it I work i love it it happens all the time kind of in our job at the chamber where we're like we need a trash can okay let's go to the paint store and get a bucket Definitely. you know like so it's just it the convenience of it all is just so amazing. I love
2: I always say, I always tell everyone who comes, to visits, I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? You want ice cream? You want sandwich? You want to buy a toy? You want to buy a clothes? You want to you wanna do something else? Pizza? Whatever you want. Everything is literally there. Walking distance. We
0: love it. So for someone who may be kind of new to Turkish cuisine, can you talk about the Ode experience? Um, I know you have Turkish music playing when you go there, but what do you kind of recommend to first-time customers? Like my mother, for instance, she does not eat anything but like white, like she is not an experimental eater. So if I were to bring her and say like, no, you need to try this, what would you kind of offer up to the more timid eater?
2: Um, For first time customers, we usually offer um, appetizer platter, which has six or seven different appetizers. It's a sampler and everyone can taste a, a little bit of everything. Um, appetizer platter is vegetarian, so everyone can eat (laughs) basically mostly lots of gluten-free dishes. We actually put in gluten-free bread, which is Georgian also, and it's very popular. Um, and a combination platter, if you like meat, the kebabs, the combination platter is really good. It has chicken, it has lamb, um, it has the mix of beef and lamb um and uh the rice obviously and a salad so these two things is usually what first comes to my mind we're like oh we don't know what to uh, order and we're like oh the sampler it has everything it has georgian uh eggplants with the walnuts so you can taste a little bit of everything and for seafood lovers i would definitely suggest char grilled octopus it's
0: delish you kind of fell into the restaurant business like you started as a young child you know as a teenager and and you grew up in it but what kind of advice would you have for a person now wanting to open up their own restaurant would you have anything to offer them
2: i would say if you first of all you have to love the business you have to love what you're doing and you kind of have to have an idea what you want to do um I was lucky enough that my mother and my parents, both of them are chefs. If they were not chefs, it would be really hard for, for, for us to decide to open a restaurant. I feel confident. I feel comfortable. If my mother is there, if Engin is there, that's my mom's husband, I know it's good. <laughs> and um, it's very hard to find a good chef that, will, that you, can, you can teach them your way, you know. And um, I'm lucky that I have parents like that. I myself try to manage as much as I can. Um I I'm personally a database administrator. <laughs> I do have a 9 to 5 job and so I'm running back and forth um but I want to be there. It's the best thing is when you're that when you know what's going on. It's so hard for me to find someone to give my uh, uh, responsibilities to because I don't know how it's going to go. And I'm always like, no, I'll do it. I'll go, you know, I'm trying to do social media. I'm trying to do that. Obviously, you will need more people um, as you, you know, even if you grow bigger or even if you don't, like it's kind of hard to do everything all together. But so far, I I think I'm managing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you if you want to do something, um, everything is possible. It's Chicago. Love Andersonville Chamber. You guys helped us so much with all the questions. Because when we opened Oda, it was a little bit different. Turkish cuisine was opened in 2001. Everything was different back then, I feel like. And now the rules have changed. So many licenses. We never had liquor before. And now we need the liquor license. Uh, we did not have patio before because it was not. The, there was a bus stop. Always we couldn't. Um, we had a patio now. And all of this stuff, and you guys helped so much. And I knew nothing about all of this, but I did it. We did it with your help. And I say, if you really want to do something, if you have a little bit of at least understanding of what you want, and you love that, everything is possible. So
1: I love hearing that, because that's one of the main reasons why we do this podcast is to share the stories of our businesses and our business owners. And um, I think it's just so inspiring to hear the work that you and your family have put into it for many years, but also the ways in which you're Um, just kind of juggling all of the normal responsibilities in your life, but also doing this other huge endeavor because your family is so passionate about it and obviously so talented at it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot imagine.
2: Well, my mom especially can, I don't think you can imagine any other job, let's say,
1: or, you know, something to do in her life because she's been doing this all her life. Yeah. And do you travel back to Georgia at all or have recommendations for yes, people if they back. were going? I go back every year. Uh, my sister lives
2: there, my niece, nephew, um, all my friends, <laughs> everyone is there. So I go back. Uh, I try to go back at least once a year, uh, usually in summer. Um, uh, tourism is really, really, really raising right now We're because we, we have a winter resorts. And uh, we have skiing, and then we have, obviously, summer resorts, the wineries, um, so anything, basically. And um, a lot of I would a lot of American tourists as well, not only Europe, lots of American tourists. And we did have, uh, we keep having uh, customers who come in and they hear about Georgia, are like, oh, I was just there, like, mm. a month ago, or, oh, I'm going next month, next month. And I'm like, wow, I'm so happy that, you know, mm. people are learning about Georgia, and, and they love it. So, and I love it. And I, this is a little, little share from me that I am trying to, you know, like show uh, Georgian wine, Georgian culture, incorporate it with uh, with Turkish, obviously, cause it's, I mean, Turkish culture, culture itself is so rich and you know, they're big <laughs> and we're a very little country. Um, so I'm happy that people are learning and they love it. And I'm, I'm a,
1: a little part of it. You should start like tours. From the restaurant, you know, in all your spare time. That'd be, the, yeah, a, a if, if I have a spare business time. <laughs> endeavor,
2: that'd be awesome. There are people who do it. Yeah, we have a lot of tour guides now. We did not have it before, but now that the tourism is like so popular, uh, a lot of yeah people do it. A lot of tourists go there. And how old are your kids? Today's my son's birthday. He turned eight. <laughs> Happy birthday! And thank you. And a uh, little one is four. Okay. And do they come to the restaurant a lot? Or are they involved? Yes. I mean, uh, Bebo in uh, Georgian means grandma. So it's always been Bebo's restaurant since <laughs> the first Turkish cuisine. And then this one, Bebo's restaurant. Let's go to Bebo's restaurant. Their favorite is the cheesy bread. It's called pide. <laughs> they love it. And chicken kebab. So I feel like it's the staple for kids.
0: <laughs> well, we always ask our guests on the show, um, you know which andersonville business they would like to trade places with for the day so if you aren't being a parent and and managing data and <laughs> working at the restaurant where <laughs> would you like to uh and it can be historic too it can be a mm-hmm. business that used to be here um that is no longer that you kind of grew up with so um, just or, a, <laughs> <laughs> or a new one that, that you found
2: i would say does it have to be restaurant right
0: no, it can be any place. You can get out of the restaurant business. Okay. For this little uh, imaginary break,
2: one of the most visited places by amazed toys, etc. I love it. It's um one stop shop. It's literally uh, five minutes before I have to leave to my kids' uh, friend's birthday party. I pop in, they I find something really nice and educational and very very good quality toys. They wrap it for me. They put a little sticker where I can write down real quick a little note or "Happy Birthday." Pop out. I love it.
1: Laura and I are both parents, and I feel like toys, etc., saves me on birthday party days. Definitely. So many. Every single
2: lot of the weekends, we it's between Mm -hmm. the two kids. um, We go to the birthday uh, parties, and I'm unfortunately always last minute because I have so many things to do between because the. Usually it's on the weekends. The restaurant is open on the weekends. So I'm always running around and it's like real quick. Go in, come out, gift wrap,
0: free gift wrap. Love it. <laughs> I mean, you just know too that you can go in there. So I always, when my my kids are kind of out of the birthday party scene now at 11 and 13. But um, you just know that you can go in and grab something. So you don't have to prepare. You can always find something really nice. And it depends
2: what price range you want, everything. And if it was um, not the restaurant, but more like a restaurant I would say Piado Pronto, the sandwich place. I love it. The best sandwiches. The owners are really, really, really super nice. And it's right across my house.
0: So <laughs> uh, really good. <laughs> well, thank you, Tomta, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Oda, please visit odashicago.com. Show notes on today's episode. Can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville the podcast is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org.